Welcome to Just Relax, a podcast where we take that advice seriously. I'm Rachel. And I'm Heather. And we're just two millennials trying to chill out one experiment at a time. Just relax. Namaste. Oh, hey. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. It's That's a beautiful day. In the neighborhood. A beautiful day <laughs> in the neighborhood. Pretty I don't much. Know the words. It's the summertime now. We're it, in it. It's not, actually. Yeah. It's oh, yeah, it is. First, Damn so. it. I always forget when, for some reason, like, I always think of summer as, like, I guess it's probably come from, like, years of being in the school system when you're, like, summer means July. Damn right. today is summer. Yeah. And also, and also working in the park system. Parks, <laughs> but also, like, as a teacher. You're also, yeah. oh, but I guess that would be a different schedule because you were a teacher in China. Well, yeah. And like, it was hard because it was July and you're like still trudging to school. But like, even at that point, all of the exams are done and you're just kind of like going through the motions and you're like, well, I can't teach you anything new. So we're just gonna watch movies. Woo! Like, I don't know. It's yeah. whatever. All teachers do that because they're like, I'm not gonna waste your time. Nobody. Don't, I don't want my time wasted by marking anything because that's just pointless because you've done your stuff. So like, let's just hang out. We both have to be here. So yeah. <laughs> we have to be here. It's mandated by law. It's annoying to say that. And way. for teachers, it's mandated by paycheck, which is very motivating. It is uh, semi-motivating. In some countries. <laughs> Not in the U.S. No. That so, um, what's stressing you out this week? Um, this week I decided to step away. I do this all the time, really. Once you guys get to know me, you're gonna come to understand the cycles I go through. So I'm decide. I'm currently in a non-dating cycle. That is what, that is why I decided this past weekend because I got really overwhelmed. I just like I don't even know how to word my feelings, but it's like I went on a date. It was actually like really good we really connected and then we had another date planned for like two days later and it was just like and this has been happening to me frequently on dates where like I'll be into them and then all of a sudden like a few days later or even the next day like I wake up and I just don't have any feelings I just like don't care and I think it's because my feelings are being stopped by the fact that I have these like other things that are coming first in my life like I have to be concerned about like my job beforehand and like my family like I've got stuff going on I don't know if I'm gonna be living where I'm currently living in the next few months because it's like I don't know how much my life is going to be changing so I just decided to after like man this weekend I'm not gonna lie I was like really stressed out this weekend because I was like what do I do like this person's really cool should I go out with them Uh." (laughs) like I was like whining and I was like oh what a first world problem to like someone and want to go on a date with them but like not want to go on a date with them you know what I mean it was like the idea of going out was exhausting yeah and I, I can like, understand that because like it's not only emotionally exhausting but like just from the standpoint of like you're really putting yourself out there you have to get ready you have to travel to where they are but you don't know like if it's worth it yet like when you go see a friend you know you're gonna have a certain experience because you know them and you know you have fun together but exactly. when it's you're dating it's like this could 
suck, but yeah, I'm still gonna put on all my expensive ass makeup. Yeah. And like wear my painful shoes. Exactly. Just in case, like it goes fantastic. And I yeah, wanna remember that I looked great tonight. Yeah. And it's just like when you're all like I was already exuding so much energy, stressing about my job, stressing about my family, stressing about my pets, my apartment, whatever other like my surgery coming up. I've like I'm planning this trip that my parents and I are taking, and it's just like one thing after the other. And it was like, oh, I don't have the energy to care about this anymore. <laughs> like, so? just uh, you've been talking about this job. I don't think you've uh, really publicized it yet. So tell us your job story. You got yeah. something? So yeah, that was thing. So I have that was your biggest black this. hole stress. Yeah, I've been talking time. about this for a long time. Um, I now am employed, which is very exciting. Uh, still a little stressful because it's not full time. But in the field I'm in, it's hard to get full time right away. Like you kind of have to prove your worthiness. So you start off casual or on call or whatever. And then you kind of like, after you prove yourself, then you kind of work your way up through the chain. So right now I am a casual worker at a very, very, like I'm so, today was my first day and it was so freaking cool. I've never had such a good first day of work ever. Like I wasn't, like it was definitely overwhelming. There's always a lot of information to take in on your first day of work. You're like Mm -hmm. trying to remember policies and then like where they keep the extra paper and then also what to do in case of this and how to log on to the computer and like all this different yeah. stuff you're like I'm what and still all the while trying to make a good first impression exactly. with all these people you're gonna spend a lot of time with exactly but like I clicked with everyone there were like three new people there today and we all got along really really well and it was just like it's a very rewarding day and it was like I've it's been a while since I've felt like such an adult because like I got up my shift today like I worked nine to five Ooh. I like right like so so normal so typical I know like went to work had the lunch break finished work came home cooked dinner like that's nice I miss that out for a walk yeah whenever I'm not in and I'm like oh I just want to like because then when you're in the evening you can feel like really satisfied that you had a hard day's work and like you've yes. did everything you needed to do it's also nice knowing that you're gonna get paid at some point <laughs> yeah that's like the bonus so that has definitely like taken down my stress a little bit I'm just like gonna put off dating until I'm a little bit more stable in my yeah. professional life. Yeah, that's gonna take a lot of energy. Situation. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. fair. So that's what was stressing me out. What about you, Rach? What were you stressed about? So this one's kind of silly. And I, I've had like the normal stress, like ebbing and flowing of like random things, you know, like work stuff or whatever. Yeah. But one thing that's like been a little bit more pressing is I'm, I'm thinking about planning all these trips that I want to go camping in like Montana and like go out into the woods in these great national parks that America has to offer. And then every single time I Google pictures of these national parks, I see grizzly bears. And then I have this like whole like weighty stress of like oh my god okay so if I see grizzly bear this is what I'm gonna do and then I think about mountain lions because that's a real thing in Colorado and I go hiking all the time and then there's mountain lions and it's partly because like the thing is like I've I've encountered bears on the trail before and I've handled it well in every situation but they've never been grizzlies so that's like a different thing um so I'm just like thinking about it more than I should be and I'm just I don't want that to hinder my adventurous attitude and I don't want it to like put a damper on those experiences. I mean, that can be stressful because like you are 
are going to go camping in places you've never been camping before. And this is like a real issue. I'm sure there's people who come camping in Canada and they're like, fuck, am I going to see a moose? Like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, what do I do if I encounter a moose? Moose are very territorial. I've They're never seen a moose things. too. I'm Canadian, so like I've seen a moose. Oh, but I mean, like it's it's not <laughs> that typical. It depends <laughs> on who you are. Uh, I completely agree. I thought they were mythological creatures. I'm yeah. <laughs> no. Um, I saw a moose when I was living out in BC. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, hiking I'm in the winter. I, didn't. I also lived in BC, but did you go? Actually, not really. <laughs> on the beach that whole summer like that was a beach experience but now I'm in the hiking mode of uh, like yes. there isn't really like water to lounge around where I live in Denver like there's a, a stream and like a river and the, yeah. there's man-made lakes but you can tell they're man-made so they, they're not like enjoyable lakes so that's very weird um but I really love like every weekend there's another hike I can do and there's it's just plentiful like you can go anywhere and like plentiful yeah it's amazing and the attitude of like just the outdoorsy you know nature that people have is so encouraging and it makes you really want to like just get out there um so I like that a lot and uh you know it was nice because this week I've been really inspired by my natural surroundings and I really like that I can have this routine where every Saturday we plans hike with my friends because I have friends even though it's hard to make friends when you're in a new city but I have them and it's great and um yeah I just I'm really like soaking it up and I, I it's great that like I went on a hike on Saturday and we were trekking up this ridge and on either side you could see these beautiful like mountainscapes we were just like trailing up this ridge and you know everybody we passed was like giving a nod and telling them about like something they saw on the trail or like saying oh by the way like this person just sent me the weather satellite patterns and this is what's coming this afternoon so like be careful for this and it's just like a great spot right yeah so i'm totally just a community to be part of yeah it's really cool um we also got stuck in a thunderstorm but i mean when happens yeah but i'm not stressed about that i'm more stressed about like mountain lions and and grizzly bears but those are real issues you get like you die like i don't know (laughs) Like, I feel like if I saw one, I'd just be like, well, I mean, but there wasn't the news. Well, this is how I die. (laughs) And honestly, like, it would be terrible, but I'm not going to stop that fear from, like, letting me go out there and experience. I'm not going to let it stop me from living my life. No, because, you know, I thought, like, seeing a bear the first time I saw one on a trail, like, would totally turn me off and be this incredibly terrifying experience. But, like, luckily I reacted the way the toes do by, like, yelling at it and, like, making yourself look big and, like, you know, standing your ground and all this stuff. And it worked really well. So I feel like as long as I do my research on, like, what I need to do if I have these experiences, then Mm -hmm. hopefully, like, my instincts will just, like, follow through and then I'll survive um but yeah clarify for any Florida listeners standing your ground is not the law where you just get to shoot things oh geez (laughs) standing your ground is just like standing on the the ground being firm (laughs) and defending where you are yes just like being being on the ground even Um, though I'm sure that will solve that fear issue is by carrying a gun I'm not about to do that no um also bears are majestic yeah and like I don't I'm I'm totally understanding of the fact that it's like their habitat and I'm like kind of encroaching on their territory so I wouldn't I'm not someone who's like kill the bears get them out I want to hike it's like no 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 like you have to be cognizant of like kill the beast no. Kill the beast. Sorry, I'm just like Beauty channeling the Beauty and the Beast right now. Fine. Um, do you know that scene though? It's like where they're trying to barge down the castle door and they're like they're singing. It's like they're just chanting, "Kill the beast." I vaguely remember. Anyway, you're the Disney expert, so I think you. I am. Have the Disney scenes in your head. Um. So speaking of being stressed and how we deal with it, we have been challenged. Working. 
we've been working on a challenge. Yoga challenge. How do you Yoga feel about challenge. it? I feel some kind of way. Do you feel some kind of way? Uh, you not a good kind of way. You, well, I feel good. I yeah. feel very good about it. Um, uh, When I started doing it, I was, so for the first week, I was going back and forth between doing it on my bed. <laughs> on the top of my bed and doing it on the floor on my yoga mat just because like I have very sensitive knees and so like it was just better for me to do it on my bed top and also it's kind of like you can cheat at some poses if you do it on the bed just because I feel especially like in down dog like I was talking in the previous in a previous episode about how I always want just like my heels to touch the ground and they never do but on a bed because of the way it like sinks like you can pretty much make your heels to anyway it just it just feels good it's just like it's yeah, cool that's what it should be yeah like I don't know I think it's really comfy and I am a fan of doing yoga on a bed guys if you're not a fan of doing yoga try doing it on a bed it makes it yeah. so much better I think that's nice too because it's about relaxing like we're not doing it to like build yeah. strength so whatever yeah. makes you feel relaxed and comfortable is what you need to do Exactly. Um, and then the second week, uh, I was doing it primarily on the floor. The second week, I felt more comfortable, um, especially because I realized on the app, you can make um, like alterations, I guess, to what you want to focus on in your practice. So you can say like you want to focus on like hip widening poses or, you know, do knee exemptions or whatever. So uh, those were the two literal things that I worked on. Um, this is the this yes, is the downward the dog app. Down dog app, and I still am using the free version. It's super cute. I'm still into it. And then I was I also changed um, from the only thing that's annoying is that the subscription thing pops up. Um, I changed from doing a restorative practice to a hatha practice, which is a little bit more energizing and more about strength. And I felt good. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I felt like my heart pounding because I'm super out of shape and (laughs) like I'm sure some people are going to do it and be like I don't get it like what is she talking about I'm like no guys this is exercise it is Um, it is exercise yeah so no I just like felt good about it and I felt I thought it was like a very healthy way to build up my relationship with my body before I go back into like fully being active again yeah that's great it was just nice and you know what is funny because like I had so when I tried to start doing exercise again back in December because that's when like my knee was supposed to be fully healed like it was very disheartening and it's interesting because that was just like what I had in my mind like there was this literal moment I was doing this like fucking YouTube workout in my living room and my knee was bothering me so bad and I ended up just like sitting down and like crying because I was so Mm. mad that like my knee wasn't working the way I wanted to and in hindsight like my knee was even though it was fully like it was healed by that it wasn't back to its regular strength so fair um I was also pretty depressed so it was nice going back into exercise and having my knee be like strong and having my mind be strong and then like having this positive experience oh yeah that's nice full so, circle full circle 10 out of 10 I would recommend Good. okay maybe not like 10 out of 10 <laughs> maybe like that's, yeah that's generous but and are you gonna keep doing this I am I am gonna continue to maybe not like every single day because I have a job now so <laughs> I might be too busy like when I get home from work or whatever like tonight I had the intention 
intention of getting home and doing it, but um, I had a headache, so I I took some CBD oil instead and, and chilled on my couch. Yeah, that's <laughs> totally fair. And like, you need to listen to your body that way too. And like, it's not going to be what you need every day. Exactly. Um, I feel like I don't have a good relationship with yoga anymore. Um, for me, it used to be like something that like was a really great practice to like get that deep relaxation feeling. But I think what has changed for me mentally is like when I've been dealing with really painful costochondritis, I'll aggressively try yoga poses to like stretch it out and then I end up like becoming more in pain is that becoming more in pain that doesn't sound right no it's fine getting more pain it's more pain (laughs) um so like then I feel like oh yoga has betrayed me because it isn't making me feel like good it's but it's because I'm not doing it mindfully or like with um you know stretching and intention in mind it's more just like an aggressive like oh if I really pull like fix this now yeah fix this now and that's not the right attitude to have so like this week I've been trying to like get more into that real mindset of preparing you know putting on my outfit and like going to the yoga studio and my building which is really great that I have that option and um, putting on some music maybe or really just doing it silent because you know I find I find that's best for me is just like get into that headspace and it's been nice but I feel like it's I, I can't get where I used to get with it and I just think it's a more long-term journey for me if I want to prioritize that right that makes sense. so will I keep doing it yes will it be every day absolutely not because <laughs> I think like as we've talked about with meditation it's good to have one time during the day where you have it for yourself where you're getting in your head and you can like really just be with yourself and not have any outside pressures and like take those moments so I think whichever way you get that is is good and effective it doesn't need to always be yoga it doesn't need to always be meditation so like that's what I'm taking from this I like it I would say like for me it's a six out of ten so it's like good and it makes me feel relaxed enough but like yeah. I'm not like oh this has made me the chillest person ever and I'd love to be one of those yogi people who like are super toned and like you know just like exude this serenity and that's great for them but like that would take a lot of work for me to get there <laughs> Speaking of yogi people, I'm going to shout out a fellow podcast right now. And this podcast is like brand new guys. Like I'm talking, they barely have anything out, which is fine. It's great, which means it's easy to hop on right now. And it is these two yogis out of Colorado. Oh, maybe I know them. (laughs) Just kidding. Um maybe i don't know anybody except for um, three people right so basically it's funny because they are yogis who like wine and so the podcast is called namaste and rose perfect and it is a beautiful it's beautiful cover art it's really like it's just they have a great rapport they're really funny um you can follow them on instagram so it's kind of like another podcast that's a, like down the same path as ours mm-hmm. so it's like potentially um there's like relaxation to it but there's also realness to it you know what i mean like real Mm -hmm. life shit i like that it's very cool so everybody check out namaste and rosé So last episode when we talked about yoga, I remember we had a brief conversation on whether it's cultural appropriation or not. And I forgot to read 
the little blurb of when you Google, seriously, everybody Google this. Is yoga cultural appropriation? This is what comes up. It isn't cultural appropriation to practice yoga. It is cultural appropriation to take the practice of yoga, minimize it into a trendy exercise routine, and slap on a religious prayer at the end that you don't even believe in. And I feel like that is so real. So I think that's kind of like our approach to like whether something is cultural appropriation or not. It's like it is if you take what you want from it and deny the rest of the culture and like criticize the rest of the culture, but like use it just for your benefit because that's not the purpose of other cultures. Yeah. So that's how I feel about it. And I think yoga is like a great way to also like meet people and like bond. And if you do have a religious connection to it, that's great too. We'd love to hear about that if you want to get at us at Just Relax Pod. Um, Because I think that's another way to like get something further from it. I completely agree. I love um, yoga and everything that you can do with it. So there's a book that I used to have that I must have gotten rid of because I cannot find it, which is absolutely fine um, because I move a lot. So I probably purchased it at some point. But it is kind of like the, (laughs) maybe this is inappropriate to say, the yoga Bible, if you will. (laughs) But I mean, I I get it. Like, Um, you know, like Bible has now become a descriptive word to just like describe books that are like the be all to end all of something. Yeah. Um, And I'm sure if I look back in my Amazon orders, I'll be able to find it. Um, But it basically is written by this yogi who is just like the single best person ever pretty much. And it's, it goes through, it's called light on yoga. Oh, well, look at that. Um, Light on yoga, the Bible of modern yoga. (laughs) That's the actual title. So I can't, nobody can be mad at me for saying so it's by like it's all in like his name is mostly initials because it's so long um bks i'm gonna butcher this yengar can you spell that i-y-e-n-g-a-r so anyways it is basically it has like an amazing amount of reviews like it is highly highly regarded as kind of like the ultimate book about yoga so that's when i started taking my yoga practice very seriously like years ago like 2014 years ago um not like 2014 years ago like (laughs) in the year oh geez like in the year 2014 that many years ago um I got this book because I'm the kind of person who when I get into something I need to read about it Mm -hmm. so when I got into yoga I was like I'm gonna read about it I'm gonna understand it and it was really great because this uh yogi like raised in the culture of yoga in relation to Hinduism and all of that fun stuff and he talks about how you can really use yoga because my one of my big questions because I was very Um, into practicing my faith at the time too was like can I use yoga as a way to connect with God Mm -hmm. and there's a literal like passage in this book about how you can really use yoga in whatever way you need it to but as long as you're sincere in your use of it and you understand like how yoga is supposed to connect the like mind body and I don't know spirit I guess Um, whatever the third part of that equation is mind body and dog Uh, my doggo does yoga with me and it's amazing Um, I love when I see dogs do downward dog I'm just like that he does it like every time he does it i'm like he's doing yoga but really he's just like being a normal dog in star trek um (laughs) Uh, and i'm just like you're so cute he just really really is the cutest sorry i'll stop gushing now this may prompt me to put up a picture of my dog like on our instagram like my okay you know i'll stop talking about him now you're really getting sidetracked by how cute he is which i understand because he is very very cute so like just post your pic and go (laughs) 
Post your pecking, move on. You we all love your dog, okay? He's perfect, okay? It's a gift. It is a gift. It is. Um, so yeah, I guess I'll do a little recommendation of that book. It was really cool. And it literally walks you through every single um, recognized yoga pose. Like, not any of the, like, ones that have been made up. So, like, the ones that are, I guess, like, canonical. Yeah. Okay. And does it um, give you the uh, English animal type version? Uh, yes, it in, does. Does it also give you the, like, more historical? Yes, it gives you, version? like, every single and the the guy who wrote it like you see him it's pictures like black and white pictures of him moving through the phases of the pose and then there's like a whole page of like explaining what your body should be doing where you should be feeling the stretch or the tension or whatever and like what you should be getting out of it um the sanskrit the english how this pose was created or what the what you should be thinking of how many breaths you should be doing for it and like all this stuff i just thought it was like if you're serious about getting to the root of your relationship with yoga, um, I thought it was like a really good, I think it's a really good read for those of you out there who do that. Yeah. And I think that would be good for someone like me who's trying to move away from social media and staring at screens all the time. So then if I had this book where I could like manually go through it and pick it up when I want to and just ha- always have it be there, like, yes. I think that would help me get into it. So maybe I'll try that and then see if I can build a deeper connection with it. I agree. Um, Rachel. Yes. What is your favorite? favorite yoga pose oh thank you for asking it's cobra 100 oh look at that do you know the sanskrit for cobra i don't what is it do you know no oh i, I thought don't. you knew oh, no i oh, don't I'm calling you out sorry i can google it real quick what's your favorite my favorite yoga pose is half pigeon oh and it is for me a really great hip opener and it also stretches out my it band which um runs from your hip joint down to the side of your knee because that's very tight on me and a lot of women in general it is just a a woman-centric problem for those of you who don't know that um anyways it, it 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 kind of adds to my knee problems and so by stretching that out and like loosening up my IT band it helps it helps and it just feels good and I I like the you go from like down dog and then it's always like inhale and lift your right leg so it's like you do a three-legged down dog and then you like swing your leg so that you bring your like knee up front to like be like if you're doing it with your right leg you would bring your right knee in front of your right palm like as you're in downward dog and then you stretch your calf like out kind of like in front of you and then you lower your hip I don't know it's just oh that's pigeon okay I, I appreciated the the walkthrough actually because like I wasn't thinking about the right pose. Mm-hmm. I'll quickly explain Cobra just in case people are new to this and they're mm-hmm. you know driving in the car or whatever and they can't Google it. But uh, the Cobra pose is where you kind of usually people do it after downward dog. So like if you're in downward dog, which is like when you make a triangle with your body, you know your hips are up in the air, your head is facing down, and then you can like then go into plank and then drop down so you're basically your belly's touching the floor and then with your hands right parallel to your breast or you know everyone has breast i guess yep like yeah. rib, ribs rib, ribs yeah um and then so you put your hands there and then you push up enough so that your back is curving upwards and mm-hmm. i find that is the best stretch for me and i really like push it i know a lot of times when i've done it in yoga class they're like and do a half cobra and i'm like no 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 gotta really arch my back here and it's probably not a good thing but it feels really good so you can like push it <laughs> If you want to be like me, but then again, don't listen to me because I have like rib issues. <laughs> so maybe I've messed myself up. <laughs> True. Yeah, don't listen to me. Uh, but I found the Sans- 
Sanskrit word is for the cobra pearls. It's bhujangasana. 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 I like it. I like um, how it's spelled out phonetically. So I, I did that a little more confidently than I would have otherwise. Oh, I'm going to mispronounce this because it's not spelled phonetically, but I'm going to try. It's three words because it means one-legged king pigeon pose. And like that's its direct <laughs> translation. Um, so in Sanskrit, it's Eka Pada Rajaka Potasana. So I said Sanskrit or Sanskrit? Uh, I say <laughs> Sanskrit because I just I've heard this. that. I've heard that before, but it's spelled Sanskrit. I know. But How then again, just because it's spelled away does not mean it is away. I'm going to, where's my Merriam-Webster app? There it is. I love my Merriam-Webster app. That's Shout so out to Merriam-Webster. She's my girl. It's not sponsored. <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored. Oh my god, you're responsible by Mary Webster. Like, every ounce of me that is an English major would be very happy and fulfilled. How do you spell Sanskrit? S-A-N-D-S-K-R-I-T. Why isn't it coming up? It's not an English word, so how would it be in an English dictionary? Oh, <laughs> I could also do this little trick here. How to pronounce sand. Oh my god. Okay, let's Sanskrit. play this here. Oh, it didn't understand my word when I said it. How to pronounce. Okay, you're gonna I'm trying. Sanskrit. Sanskrit. Anyway, we should probably move on from this because I feel like this is <laughs> dreadfully boring. <laughs> and transition. Sanskrit. Time. Ah. Sanskrit. I just Sanskrit. Okay, let's transition. <laughs> it's painful. <laughs> oh no. And let's take a break. <laughs> Dictionary break. Dictionary break. Dictionary break. Hey Tranquilites, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. We put out a new podcast episode every Monday, and we'd love for you to subscribe to us so you can see our beautiful little logo pop up on Mondays or Tuesday mornings, wherever you want to listen to it. And don't forget to leave us a review with a challenge idea. Slide into our DMs with a topic idea, and most importantly, share our posts and get at us on social media. We'd love to hear from you, and we'd love for you to join our little Tranquilite squad. And you can also email us at justrelaxpod at gmail.com, and all of our social media handles are at justrelaxpod. See you there! Okay, Rach. Yeah. We have finished our yoga thing. I was gonna Challenge. say I keep wanting to say yoga pose. But <laughs> we've done one long two-week yoga pose. Could you imagine? We'd be in the Guinness Book of World Records. And instead of starting a new challenge, we're going to take a break for the summer. summer. But you'll still get your episodes every Monday. This oh, is absolutely. just a break from the challenge portion of it. So instead I'm going to fill you in on my own personal challenge that I've added on, which is taking a real break from social media. You've probably all noticed she hasn't had a social media presence. Anyway, so I've taken a real break from social media. If you're wondering about how I came to that conclusion, I basically had an epiphany while we were recording our topic episode, which is episode eight. You can go back and find it. It's on social media, which I already said that, but go listen to it and then you'll get my <laughs> real opinion on why I needed to do this. Basically, I was totally noticing that like I have a true addiction with it. I'm not someone who can just like have it and not spend an hour in the morning when I wake up scrolling aimlessly. And and the same exactly. at night and I really just didn't like what uh, it was doing to me and how much of a dependency I had on it and it wasn't adding any value to my life but it was taking so much time so 
I've kind of had this cleanse and I've come to the conclusion that like it was one of the best things I've ever done. Ooh. And it has been so good to take a true step back so that I can understand where I should place it in my life and what priority it should take. So what priority should it take? Like maybe check it on a, on a Sunday, like once a week, do a little scroll through. But I should not, sh- I should not for my well-being, my sanity, my happiness, be up to date with everybody's everything at every moment. Like I find that it's ridiculous. Like to be able to step back and not actually see every little thing that's going on really just brings me more centered with myself and like my needs and like what I actually want. And it doesn't influence, you know, cause like I think before, before I was always thinking like, oh, someone's doing something. So I need to do something and post about the something so that they know I'm having a good time. But it's like, what if I just did things for their own means and because I wanted to do them? Like that's kind of the feeling I have now is that I do things because I want to do them. I don't need to capture them or share them. But what I've been doing and I've been really getting into some other hobbies and like developing skills that like make me a lot happier because I've had time. I've had time. Oh, this is big. it so, like, seems big. You seem yeah, excited. I'm very excited. So I've been like taking photos with my camera that I bought years ago because I thought I would be into photography and I've been like taking photos for the sole purpose of just like having memories and like you know I was on a hike and like I took pictures of the people I was with and like the scenery but it wasn't for me thinking of like what filter I was going to put on what's a clever caption and like you know I can't wait to go home and post this whatever like it was totally just because something was beautiful to me and I wanted to keep it in my memory and like look back on it years later and it was for me and it was really nice that is a unique feeling yeah. not gonna lie I haven't felt that in a long time right like things can just be for you and like I feel like you can also just live your life and it can be for you and like it doesn't have to be for show and it's like a big thing because I know some people are like yeah we know but like once you actually step back and you no longer have the hours in your day kind of like have you don't have social media be a part of those hours of your day because for me it would be like I check it all throughout the day in the morning in the evening just numerous times so it was always going to be part of every day and like part of my consciousness one way or another and even if you think it's not impacting you like it a hundred percent is like you're taking in this information like your brain is processing it and like you have this need to like reach for it and pick it up and see what's going on because it gives you such a rush of endorphins and like it was totally hard to like break away at first I kept thinking like oh shoot like what if someone posts about this or like what if they find a good meme and I won't know what the kids are talking about these days because I won't see any like you know nothing on my Instagram dashboard or like right right right. but it doesn't fucking matter like it really doesn't you sound like you've had an epiphany I really have like of all the things besides CBD like this is number one and I recommend it for everybody like I almost am at the point where I'm like you know what I can extend this to the whole summer and like be very happy about it okay you seem like you're (laughs) cynical I'm not cynical. I'm just... I'm skeptical, skeptical. Yeah. Yeah? I think, like, it won't be as extreme for everybody because I think other people have a better relationship with it. So I get that. And it's not, I'm not saying, like, in order to, like, be a better person, you have to do it. But if you're noticing that it's, like, a time suck and it's not giving you enough, then, like, you don't have to do it. And That's true. I feel like social media is almost like a new frontier... Okay, people are going to judge me for saying this. It's like when people came to the realization that gender is just a construct mm-hmm. and that you actually don't have to adhere to gender norms. You know what I mean? Like you don't right. have to do something that all of society is doing. Yeah, people are going to judge you for doing it initially, but it's going to pick up and it's going to become, you know, yeah. um, and I think it's get, it's definitely getting better in the way that we talk about like gender and we understand that like gender isn't like a, gender's whatever the fuck you want it to be. Yeah. So maybe this is a bad 
something likening this, but it's kind of like that where I feel like social media is so, so, so ingrained in our society right now that the idea of meeting somebody like, yo, it has been talked about on some like other podcasts that I've listened to. And just like in my own life, like if you were dating someone, like if you went on a date with someone who was like, yeah, I don't have social media. Is that a deal breaker? Oh my gosh. I've said, I'm sorry. I have said yes. Really? Yes. Cause like, I just think it's important to be a part of society. And like, I see that as like another way of participating in society and in your community and being aware. And like, like I said, like I use my social media a lot for um, like news and just being up to date with stuff. I know I could read a fucking newspaper, but ain't nobody got time for that. And I do when I see one, I'll be like, okay, a paper. And I picked, I like read a fucking paper the other day. It was great. Yeah. I felt very like old school. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's really interesting that you're sitting here and you're saying like, you know, if you are finding yourself getting like too overwhelmed with your obsession or need for social media or like your involvement in it and you're finding that it's having adverse or negative effects instead of just like sitting there being like, oh, look, I wish this was different. Like, oh, why is society like this? Like, oh, just like do something then like change it. Like delete your social media, like throw, what's that stupid saying? Throw caution to the wind and just do it. Like it's going to be hard. Try it. Do it for a day. Like you don't have to go all in like I did. Like, and, and for me, you know, I've worked in communications. I understand the need to like be up to date and have these channels where you, you get content and you get to have awareness of the greater world outside of yourself. Like, yeah, I understand everybody should have that, but you should be in control of what position that has in your life. And I lost control. Like I, I lost control because it was an addiction. And like, you know, in the days that I was fully into the challenge and it wasn't, it was no longer like me fighting with myself to not reach mm. for that app and re-download it. Then I got to this point where like every single day I would get up with my alarm, have time to like do everything I wanted, curl my hair, do the things that I would never have done before because I would just lay there for till the last second. And I was getting into work like an, a whole hour earlier and people were like, what? What are you doing? What are you doing? And I'm like, I was just ready. Like I got up, I was ready. I didn't have, I didn't have to like, I feel like with social media, like I'm, it's always like a struggle, you know? Like it was always like I was just managing it you know like I needed to participate because that's what everybody does and I needed to like check up on it and like learn from the people around me and like feel connected with them mob mentality right and like so you know that's very real um but at a certain point it's just like I don't need to know that person in high school that I once knew is eating for dinner like I don't need to know and there's very few things I think a lot of people argue with themselves saying like but what if something does happen I'm like if something happens you'll probably know about it otherwise because like someone will call you or like text you or like you know like we used to have gossip now it's like did you see what they posted like you used to be able to just share this information and I feel like that was a lot more like you get that like ooh really but with social media it's like you already know it so you don't share and collaborate on it true I have a lot of feelings about it obviously obviously yeah see so here's the thing I didn't go on so today again I'm just gonna brag that it was my first day of work (laughs) and so I got up I checked my notifications but like I only just like looked at whatever text messages or whatever I had like I had a message from you had a message from my sister I don't know um did that whatever and like did my regular morning routine that's when I'm busy so it's like when I do that I don't have 
have time for social media because like the only thing I do on my phone is I put on a podcast. Like I just, and that's just like my soundtrack to the morning. So I get ready, whatever, whatever. Continue listening on my drive to work. Got to work, was busy, only checked my phone when my dog walker texted me to say that she was with Harry. Cool, cool, cool. Got home, started cooking, whatever, whatever. And then like, it was probably like 6 p.m. before I went on social media today. But if I hadn't have, I would have missed my best friend's Instagram story, which was such a fantastic picture that I had to message her to tell her how good it was. And what if I had never seen that picture? I think it would have been okay. I think, like, I'm really glad I saw it. It was in the I understand. And her, like, do- her dog I'm... looked, it was, her dog's tongue was out. That's very hard to get a good dog tongue it picture. Yes. Okay. Well, I get it because I think, I think of like, what, what have people been posting about? Like, I don't feel as close with people who are, most people in my life, like, don't live anywhere near me. So yeah, I miss it and to some certain extent, but I think like the value I've gotten out of my days has been such a worth it trade-off for me. And like, now I feel like I call the people who I care about. Like, you know, you think you care about these 500 people that you follow, whatever, yeah. or like a thousand, I don't know how much you, whatever, how many you follow. You think you care about every one of them and like you want to be up to date with them. But like in reality, if you cut off that time, you think about like maybe the 10 people that you do actually genuinely carry, you know, love for and that you want as a part of your day to day. Like now I spend the time to call them. So I've had these phone calls instead as I'm doing other things. And that seems so much more like, because then they can tell me about, yeah. Uh, tell me about like, wouldn't it be better if you heard from your best friend about a day she had or an experience she had versus just seeing a cute picture of her well yeah but then i immediately messaged her and then we had this huge conversation about how awesome it is that's true that's true I and mean, i can't argue with that i'm not trying to say like one no, i no, can't no. say one's better than the other but like for me i agree i'm getting more value out of really connecting with the relationships i want to have and like not worrying about the 490 others that i yeah. didn't really need that's true that's true. I maybe there, you know what? I also kind of use social media as a gauge for how into the present I am, which sounds weird. Um, I'm intrigued. It, it's just kind of like, I feel like for me, I know if I'm, wa- I know that the movie I'm watching is bad or I'm like not into it if I start checking my phone. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? And that's kind of like, I'll be sitting there on my phone. I'll be like, why am I not watching this movie? And then I'll look up and I'll be like, obviously this movie is terrible. And then like I turn off the movie and then I like go and do something with my time. You know what I mean? Cause it's like mm-hmm. sometimes, I don't know you, I don't know. That's kind of like, I like that a little bit. Um, And to me, it's also like, if I'm sitting there like with someone and I'm more interested in like, or I'm like literally thinking about like checking Instagram. I'm like, obviously the person I'm talking to, I don't care about that much. So I don't know, but I think you would get that in other tells like without social media, like just by thinking. Yeah. I'm interested That's but I, I understand like it's, it has other productive features for I you. mean that was kind of a stretch but I just like something that occurred to me at this moment I was like yeah. oh yeah sometimes I realize I'm on my phone and I'm like oh shit I'm not actually intrigued with whatever the fuck is going around me right now yeah. then change that so be intrigued well something else that I've found which I think is the more like typical thing people expect if they step away from social media is like the in-between times where most people check their phone like on the bus or mm-hmm. you know just like waiting for dinner to cook or whatever um instead of scrolling my phone I just like think and it's been really nice to like because I used to be really into my psyche and like know myself really well and work through any problems I had that were in my subconscious like casually throughout the day so I felt like I could really like tackle everything and know myself super well and with social media I fill in those gaps with that so I didn't have that internal dialogue as strong but now I'll be like totally enthralled with a thought and I'll just be like like working on a thought and just like wrestle with it and be in my head and 
it's really awesome. Like, that's the feeling that I loved as a kid. Like, I love to go to bed early as a kid so I could just, like, lay in bed and, like, think up little stories and, like, live in that reality because it is truly your own reality that you can, like, have control of if you give yourself the time to sit in it and, like, use it as you want to. So that's another really refreshing thing that I've appreciated. Well, it sounds like you had a pivotal moment. I did. So yoga was like meh for me, but this other thing was like, oh yeah, for me. That's amazing. I'm really glad that you had that moment. And maybe it will inspire me to give up social media at some point. I mean, if you did, I think if you did it for a day, that'd be pretty cool to see like how you felt. But you pretty much almost did today. Yeah, like inadvertently, just because I worked. (laughs) I worked. I don't know if you know this, but Heather, I was at work. Guys, I have a job. (laughs) Hey, that's a a big thing for a millennial. It is big. Congratulations. I have a job in my field. It is still, let me just say, it is not the one that I've been waiting to hear back from. (laughs) But this is a different job. job. And that's like more than what a lot of people can hope for and dream for. So I could still potentially hear back from this other job i will just keep everybody posted please do and you know if if you wanted i would love to hear your perspective if you stop social media for like a day like a weekend day or like a day where you didn't work maybe i'll give it up tomorrow who knows we'll see such you for a day force it but (laughs) you're like i highly encourage it i recommend so i think i don't know it'll be cool like once i download instagram again to see like what i really missed or like what's there for me Mm. but i'm not in a rush to do it either like the first couple days i was like yeah okay i need to i was picking up my phone like looking for the app and i'm like where is it i need it but now i'm just like i don't i don't care See, if I did a social media cleanse, the other app I would have to delete is Pinterest because I'm on Pinterest. Oh, yeah. A lot. And that's the thing. I have been replacing it a little bit with like just like reading the news, but I think that's better. Yeah, I don't think that's bad at all. No, because like you're you're saying you use social media to like be up to date on things. Like I never used it for that. Like I it did not add to like my awareness, my political, you know, um, my political savvy, savviness. Like I just. I what well, I looked at stupid things like memes and like what people I kind of know posted. Hey, memes are not stupid. That's true. They are like a society, <laughs> society they are the art that we will be known for. That's true. I mean, you know what? I'm not the disa- I'm not. I'm not the disappointed about it because some of them are like. Art. Some of them are amazing. Some of them are like way too meta, and I just think I I can't connect with the kids anymore. When I see like something really obscure, I'm just like, what? What am I missing? I don't. Why can't I get that? Um. Well, I think this was a great episode. Yeah. And I think we we came far today. Things were said, realizations were made, epiphanies were had, and we have no new challenge to announce and ask you to participate with. So. Exactly. How about we take this time to like think about some other things we could try? How about we take this time to just chill? Imagine that. Imagine that. But if you do think of something and you're listening and you want to recommend a real relaxation technique or something that's been working for you or something that you yeah. thought would work but didn't, get at us at Just Relax Pod on social media. Oh, yeah, because even though I was just talked for 20 minutes about how being away from social media is so important, I'm still telling you to go to social media to follow us and talk to Go us. to social media to follow us. This that's the is only thing you should do with social media <laughs> yes delete everything but like check in with just relax pod just relax pod Woo. okay thanks for listening bye bye thanks for listening to us complain about all the things that stress us out it's like we're best friends already join us next week to hear us bitch about more things that stress us out until then just relax